Mark Sevy with Plot Points Podcast. Uh, I'm here with a good friend, a uh, great screenwriter and, and novelist, uh, Christopher Styers. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. And you, Mark, how are you doing? Pretty good. I'm, um, I'm enjoying the weather. It's cooler. Um, obviously it's, there was a couple days that, uh, that it did get a little bit, but we had, were you, I, where you're at, did you get those huge thunderstorms? Oh, and light- yeah. Oh, around, my. Around midnight. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, yeah. I w- my neighbor, uh, went outside and sat underneath my, uh, my eaves for some reason with his camera and took pictures of the lightning. He did, uh, uh, I don't know, some sort of long exposure where he got some amazing pictures. It, it yeah. just incredible. So it was, uh, that's kind of weird for us. We've had three, three thunderstorms in here yeah. in Southern California. So that, that's bizarre. Anyway, this uh, podcast is not about the weather. Uh, we're about uh, <laughs> screenwriting. Have you been watching anything of interest uh, that you want to mention on the podcast? I've in because of the new Bond movie. Yeah, I've been doing a James Bond marathon. Yeah, I got up to Pierce Brosnan, and I kind of I did this about a year ago, and then I stopped. Yeah. And I shouldn't have stopped. I wanted to go through it, but but I did the same thing. Yeah. Are you are you going in order? Uh, no, oh. uh, but I did basically the, uh, Sean Connery ones. Uh, I don't have, uh, you only live twice, mm-hmm. but, uh, then I did a couple of the Bronson and, um, the one Lazenby. Yeah. That's that. And, yeah. uh, then I ended up watching, um, one of the Daniel Craig ones again. Yeah. Skyfall. I thought. I thought he was the the stuff that he did was really really oh, really good. Yes. So, yeah. Um, he made the character his own. Well, he changed. Yeah. He, he. I think he took it away from that silly, that kind of the silliness. Not that Pierce Brosnan was a good Bond too. Well, anyway, yes. we 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 did Bond. Uh, didn't we do Bond a couple of weeks ago? Or I, I think we did. Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of different things. Um, uh-huh. I. I, I, I restarted a, a series called Hinterland, H-I-N-T-E-R-L-A-N-D, uh-huh. about a, a detective who goes to a, the Hinterlands. Uh, but it, but that, it's pretty good. It's an interesting, uh, show. I, it's Welsh, I think. Yeah. Um, and I've been, I picked up again on sex education, which is just hilarious. Um, although they do push sometimes that you, you wonder if these kids are, well, anyway, it doesn't matter, but it, it's fun. It's, uh, it's, uh, Asa, uh, uh, God, I can't think of it. It's, uh, Jillian Anderson and Asa Butterfield. Asa Butterfield, I think his name is. I think it is. Young yeah. actor, really good actor. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I've been hitting all, uh, all over the place. There's so much material, so much content. It's amazing. Just, yeah. uh, blows me away. Um, well, cool. Yeah. That, uh, do you have, are you going to see the new Bond movie? Oh, I I may actually have to go to a movie theater <laughs> sometime this month. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm in for that. I wish we lived closer; we could go together. But yeah, um, yeah but uh, anyway, yeah, I'm I'm definitely wanting to see it uh, on this big screen. Obviously, it's one of those. Uh, oh yeah, there's yeah. some movies you really want to see on the big screen. Yeah, and that still remains, I think, the strongest reason. Uh, to support the, the film industry is because there are, there just are some, like, like when, um, you know, when, when Avatar 
comes out the, the second one when, uh-huh. you know, when anything Ridley Scott does pretty much is big screen material. Yeah. So, um, just to remind everybody or to say it for the first time, we're Plot Points Podcast. Uh, my co-host Christopher Styers can be found on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. He's got a, a author page there for his seven published novels. The last one was Silken Swords and he's got a, page on Smashwords. He's all over the interwebs. Uh, he's got a website too. If all else fails, go to ChristopherStyers.com. We, we are bi-monthly. So we do this twice a month and it's primarily about screenwriting, although we do get into other topics occasionally. You can find us at plotpoints.com. You can call 919 scripts, which is 919-727-4787. We'd love to hear from our uh, listeners. If you have any questions, comments, please drop us a line. There's a uh, Google voice recorder on the other end of the phone number, and you can always go to the website. And we're all over. I mean, you can go to Amazon Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, it just, we're, we're everywhere. We get picked up. I don't, I, I, I'm not sure how that mechanism works, but we get picked up by a lot of, a lot of podcasting. Uh, there's, there's, I list four or five or six on the website, but there's got to be hundreds. Oh. Um, so. And at one point we were very popular in Denmark. So if we're still popular in, or even if we're not popular in Denmark, uh, I wish I know how to say hello in Denmarkian, uh, but I don't. So it's, it's not Denmarkian. I know it's not. Okay. Uh, anyway, Chris, what are you working on lately? Are you being a, a lazy butt or are you doing some work? I'm working on a screenplay. Okay, a new one or a the new same one? one? Yeah, okay. a new one. Yeah, okay. I. Uh, Is it a what type? What genre? Spy. Oh, okay, like a thr- like a James Bond. Yeah, uh, I James see. Bondian. That's James Bond. <laughs> see, now I've got you starting to do that weird shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not working on any screenplays. I'm working. Well, I'm working on a lot. I'm trying to finish my book. I'm I'm on a uh-huh. I'm on a mission to get it done. Uh, I, I was supposed to try, I was trying to get it done by the end of September, but it looks like it's going to be mid October at the earliest. And then, uh, then once that, once, once that happens, you guys will be sorry you listened to us because I'll be promoting the shit out of that book. <laughs> um, the other thing is I, I just finished an article for Creative Screenwriting Magazine. I got, I got assigned two others. Okay. Uh, and I just finished an article for Final Draft and I got assigned two others. So I've got some articles that are. All right coming out and upcoming and they're all fun. They're all terrific. Um, so, so, I mean, I, I, I hope they're good. I, I have fun writing the one, the one I just fe- finished for creative screenwriting magazine is about titles. And it's, it was, that was the most fun I've had writing an article in a long time. So, uh-huh. yeah. So look for that creative screenwriting, CS magazine. I think it's CS. It's a creative screenwriting magazine.com or something like that. Uh, uh, there's um, links in the show notes. If you guys, really really near you can just type in cs magazine my, my name and i'll it'll take you to my author page there okay. um, so we you and i decided uh to do some in in honor of clint eastwood's 90th birthday and i don't know what how many films yeah. uh, his latest one cry macho just hit the theaters not uh, last week or the week before we picked out our top five um, Clint Eastwood movies. So you yes. want to you want to give me your list? Sure. Right. Uh, Where Eagles Dare. Oh, is that the war film? Yeah. With okay. Richard Burton. Okay. Yep. 
uh, Play Misty for me. Oh, what a terrific film. His first, right? Yeah, I think that was the first one he directed. Directed, yeah. Um, In the Line of Fire. Okay, that's, is that the Secret Service? Yes. Okay. Um, John Malkovich as the villain. Ah. Okay, and, uh, God, I had a tough time with my top two. They kept reversing, but Dirty Harry. God. Yes, just amazing. Yep. And the outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, I love that film too. You know, it, it, when I looked over the list, it was obvious there was way more than five, right? Yeah. You, you, oh, yeah. Yeah. Could have easily done that. <laughs> yeah. We could have done 10. Uh, okay. So mine in no particular order are Dirty Harry. I, you know, just gotta, you just gotta love that, that movie. Uh, the Unforgiven, which I was kind of surprised you didn't add, knowing how much you love Westerns. Um, Two Meals for Sister Sarah. Okay. Which I just think is a great, fun film with, uh, yes. uh, what's her name? Um, Shirley McLean. Shirley McLean. Pale Rider, which I, oh, I, okay. I like Pale Rider because of the, the character he plays. Um, yeah. so, so mysterious. And then, uh, when I was thinking about this, it, 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 the other, it, it had slipped my mind, but there's a movie called Firefox where. Oh. Where yeah. He, yeah, he plays a, a pilot, an American pilot, uh-huh. uh, who has to steal a Russian, a super secret Russian airplane. Yeah. And it, it's controlled by his mind. So he has to, he, the reason they pick him is because he speaks Russian. Yeah. And he can control the plane in Russian. It's a, I thought that was a lot of, that was a really good and fun, yeah. fun movie. So. Oh, wow. I'm surprised you had more Westerns on your list than I did. Well, I think I almost added, uh, I mean, I, obviously the Sergio Leone Westerns are, are oh, classics. Um, yeah. it's hard not to add those to it, but yeah, I, I think he just really does a great job playing that, that kind of phlegmatic, um, cowboy. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Christopher and I came up with different lists, but they're all terrific movies. Um, I, I if you start off with any Clint Eastwood film, you're going to get a, a really unique, um, character, you know, filmmaker. His directing and his acting are, are unquestioningly, uh, terrific. So whatever he's got going now, if Cry Macho's a successor, it isn't. He's got an amazing, what a career. What a career. Yes. Okay. Uh, so let's move on to, uh, well, let me, let me just mention again, we're plot points podcast, plotpoints.com. I'm with Christopher Styers, Christopher Styers.com, also Amazon and, uh, Barnes and Noble pages, etc. He's got, uh, his last novel, Silk, Silk and Swords came out about what, six months ago or something yes. like that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it's about, um, it's a, it takes place. There are novellas that take place in a land that Chris created called Thuria. Um, yes. so. Um, okay, so we're we're bumping up against some time here. What about uh, you? Did we get any questions? Do you have any questions? Uh, yeah, I got one. I want to shoot to you. Okay. okay, what does it mean when they say "right between the lines"? Mm. Well, usually we're going to be talking about uh, uh, since narrative is not meant to be uh, interpreted. You know, cause the audience can't see your narrative. So if you're in, if you're writing, if you're trying to create what they call subtext in narrative, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Narrative should be straight ahead, straightforward. 
I mean, you can add some, you know, some stuff to it every once in a while, but it, it's meant not, it's not meant to be a novel, uh, or even a short story. It's meant to tell this, the, the reader what's going on. Now you can do subtextual films, but you have to figure out a way to get that information out to the audience without uh-huh. becoming, you know, uh, confusing. But I think what the, <clears throat> excuse me, what right between the lines means mostly is to be subtextual with your dialogue. And I'll, I'll give you an example, a qu- couple quick examples, because there's more than one example of subtextual. Okay. If let's say two characters are arguing and uh, they're fighting and it's, it's toward the end of the movie. And um, they earlier in the film, they had had a discussion in a coffee shop or a pizza place about putting pineapple on pizza, which it seems to be a topic of conversation with some people. And then, you know, they, they, they made it clear that they're, when they were getting along that they're, that one liked pizza with pineapple and one thought it was an abomination. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the movie, they're fighting and fighting and, and the one person says to the other, do you forgive me? And rather than saying yes or no, the character says, you know, I hate p- pineapple on pizza or says no, you know, no pineapple on pizza. So they're saying yes, but they're not saying the word yes. You should never have your characters just say yes or no. And there was a great example of this uh, that I had, and I can't remember what it was from. It was probably from Sex Education because uh, I've been watching that. I've been binging that lately. But the other thing is there's a couple other ones. Like if you sometimes if you're watching uh, cartoons or animation, even today's animation, there's a lot of hidden even uh, even today's animation, there's a lot of hidden adult themes in animation, yeah. and that's subtextual. So you may see Bugs Bunny uh, holding uh, – I don't know. I'm going to get in trouble no matter what I say if I say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can find uh, – Disney especially has been – not Disney. I, I shouldn't say that. There's a lot of animation that does include – Adult, not not like dirty adult things, just adult, more adult sensibilities. Like they'll say yeah. something that a kid may, may may not understand. The other thing is the the Three Stooges have a great example of subtext or or beyond whatever they're saying. There's an old routine that they do as doctors, and they're lined up at the table, and Mo says scalpel, and then Curly says scalpel, and Larry says scalpel, and then they hand it to Mo. So this goes on, you know, scalpel, forceps, da da da, and then Mo says onomatopoeia, 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 and it goes onomatopoeia, meaning the, uh, a uh, a word that sounds like what you're describing. So the Three Stooges writers put in adult content. Uh-huh. No, no kid's going to know what onomatopoeia is, but it's a funny word and it sounds right. good. So it, it so so those are three. There's there's more. Like I said, there's dialogue subtext. There is narrative subtext if you can manage to figure out a way to get that in there without uh the audience being confused there's a, a, a subtext that a, that that is in hidden meanings in certain animation mm-hmm. or cartoons including old cartoons and and new animation and then there's the stuff like in comedy where where there's an there's an almost an entendre uh uh-huh. effect to to the to the dialogue so um and so entendres are also subtextual, by the way. That's a good a good definition of them. If you're saying something that means something else, that's subtext. And that's three that's what they call three-dimensional writing, I think. 
is what uh, they were getting at. So, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think we're pretty much done. Um, I'd like to thank Chris for. Uh, oh wait, we have the. Oh. Do you have the writer? Do you have a writer's quote? Uh, yes, I have a quote from Raymond Chandler. Great writer. If you oh. if nobody if you guys haven't don't know Chandler, you got to watch either some of some of the movies that were made from his work or read some of his material. He's really incredible. Uh, Chandler said, "A good story." cannot be devised it has to be distilled oh i like that not sure if i know what he means but (laughs) (laughs) well i i took it as you can't make a good story by paint by numbers yeah and uh you have to find the essence of your story that you're telling well that's probably true um I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what he means by distilled. It, it, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I. But I like the I like the idea of it because uh-huh. I do think that we write uh, from our subconscious mind more than more than we give credit to. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, it's been terrific, Chris. As always, mm-hmm. thank you for uh, for hanging with us. We you can find Chris at um, his website, which is ChristopherStyers.com. On Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Smashwords, a whole bunch of places. He's got uh, seven novels that range from alternative history to fantasy. Uh, really terrific writer. Uh, again, I wish that I wish that you know, Chris. Maybe you should consider taking some of your short stories and and maybe go through them just to do a you know a, a, a polish and and pu- publish them in a book. You know, put them together into a book. Some of my favorite writing of yours is your short stories. So, uh, yeah. If Chris decides to do that, I'm sure he'll let us know. My name is, my name's Mark Sevy. We're Plot Points Podcast. We can be found at plotpoints.com or on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, et cetera. Any, just anywhere where there's podcasts, you could probably find us. And you can call 919 Scripts, which is 919-727-4787 to get a hold, to leave a voicemail. If you wish to suggest or yell or scream or call us idiots, uh, we've been, we've been insulted by experts. So you're not going to yes, hurt us. <laughs> and for Chris, my, for myself, for Chris, for all the men and women at OC screenwriters, be inspired, do good work. <laughs>